What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Play at Safe Good Times. Laura, what do you got? All right, so we kind of talked about this earlier. Today marks the 40 years of the start of Fernando Mania. He made his big, legs de- big league debut. Sorry about that, guys. Now, thing that irks me, his number is not retired. Okay, I heard that today when they were talking about it in the ring ceremony, and I knew that, but it still irks me. I'm like, dude, no one's worn his number, right, since he left in 1991, mm-hmm. but it's not retired, and it just goes back. So what I was talking about earlier. So this show makes things happen. LZ says something and it kind of happens. George starts something, kind of happens. Mm. Cap, you're new to the show, but you know, sometimes things happen when you talk. <laughs> so can we get this going, guys? I need this show to make this happen. So yeah, help listen, us I, out. I, I think it's absurd, uh, personally. And look, the Dodgers know we love them. We appreciate them. Um, they do a really good job by us here on this show. Uh, always getting us people when we want them, and they're very user-friendly in that sense. But, I, 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 you know, look, I call them like I see them. I mean, this is Los Angeles. This is Fernando Valenzuela. Um, I, you already don't give out the number. Like, why not just do the honorable thing and put the number away for good? Like, I don't understand that. I can't yeah, fathom it's, uh, it's my, really my around it. And I, we, we talked about this during the break earlier. It reminds me of schools that won't – retire numbers or put guys in their halls of fame who didn't graduate from the school who played right. sports which to me is just so lame like it's in 2021 what are we doing you know what i mean if somebody played at your school and everybody remembers them it's like vacating a banner you can't vacate the experience you know what i'm saying like why not at least honor it while you've got the chance i don't get this either it doesn't make sense yeah laura this is an interesting topic because um i just for me i just think about it from a marketing perspective it's not really for me about, you know, being insulted by it, which I know you are and I can appreciate your passion. But for me, it's just a marketing issue. Like if, if you're in the marketing department of the Los Angeles Dodgers and you have a, a superstar in your organization's history who was as famous and as good and as successful as Fernando was, and you have the market that you're in and you non- understand the demographics of your fan base, you would think that you'd want to do these kinds of things. That- well, and, and Cap, let me interrupt you because you're 100% right, but... What I would add to that is this, is that the Dodgers, if you, if you know the history of the Dodgers with the Mexican community, it wasn't pretty at first because of where the stadium is mm-hmm. and the people that were displaced, okay? There's an entire book about this, and it's okay. a fantastic one. And Fernando allowed that organization to regain the mm-hmm. fandom of that community in a lot of ways, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. that plays a huge role in this, too. Yeah, it's almost like it's not that they're owed, but it's almost like a double dagger because you think to yourself, if you got that many people back through the doors and that many people who love the team still, the cultural icon is somebody you might want to commemorate. You know, there's people who would go so right. far as to say that he might even deserve a statue on some level. You know what I'm saying? The number, oh, man, Ke- Keyshawn would always say that. Yeah. I mean, you know, the number is a, is, a, is a given as far as I'm concerned. So, yes, I think this is a big miss from the organization. All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right, so we talked about the blockbuster movies. The movies are coming back, um, you know, this summer and perhaps, you know, even into the fall. Movies here in Southern California are going to have a certain capacity available to them. I personally, not interested. I'm cool watching it at home on demand because they'll they'll also be available on demand. Uh, I'm good. Like, I, I, I'm, I like the movies. It's not like a must for me. Like, George, I don't... hold on. What day is today again? What's the national day? Today is National Gin and Tonic Day. You don't know how bad your boy wants to go down to a theater, 
mix in a couple gin and juices, gins and juice, if you will, and watch a lizard and an ape fight each other with a bunch of other strangers <laughs> in a loud room. Wait, wait, I cannot wait, wait. wait to see Godzilla versus Kong with 50 people I've never seen before and will never see again in my life Is screaming Godzilla at the screen. Is Godzilla a lizard? Yeah. He's a lizard. He's in the lizard family, I believe. Definitely yeah, I mean, lizard I guess family. I, I guess, I, yeah, I mean, I would have thought reptile of some kind, but I never yeah. thought, you know, lizard, you know. Whatever. Yeah, lizard. whatever, yeah. Okay, sorry my taxonomy was incorrect. <laughs> he's a on, lizard. I mean, he's a lizard, you know, whatever. He is the a point, lizard. He breathes fire, is, though. Is yeah. that that's the kind of movie that that, that that movie experience, the theater experience, excuse me, is there for. You know, I don't need to go see some black and white film with uh, subtitles or whatever. You know, I want to see a big banger with a lot of sound and a lot of different visuals. You know, that's what I want to see in the movie theater. Yeah, you don't you don't need to see Pollock in the no, movie theater. absolutely not. But Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, for example, yes. that came out the same year, different story. The next Fast and Furious, your boy's going to be in the theater. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're talking about. No, I'm with right. you, George. I, I would rather now do it at home. Uh, I don't have the need to be in a theater. I was never a big movie theater goer in the first place. I like it at home, and if I can see it at home, I'm much more comfortable. I'm good at home watching movies. I don't need all the, you know, the big screen and the, the, the sound. I'm good. Now, I will say this. On the other hand, I tried to watch Hamilton on Disney+, Plus, and that I didn't really get through because I felt like, you know what, this needs to be in a theater, and mm. I'm watching it on TV. I don't know why. That felt different. So, l- l- Laura... Movie theater? Yes or no? Well, I can't wait to go. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Laura and I are going to the movies. How about yes. that? We'll okay. do a whole side ESPN so LA down. promo. You know what I'm okay. saying? Y'all can sit at home or we're having fun with the listeners. How about that? Okay. Great. Fair enough. Uh, like, Greg? I won't go. <laughs> I need so to I'm not, not <laughs> No, no, I'm theater. not going. I'm telling you right oh, now you're I'm not going. Like, you're, you're done. done. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't care if you have the top-notch scotch. He's not going. No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg? Uh, it depends on the movie. Like, I'll watch Raya and the Last Dragon here at home with my kids, but Godzilla versus Kong, that needs to be watched on a big okay. screen Thank with you. the surround sound, all of it. So, yeah, okay. I'll go to the theater yeah. for that. Like, a big Marvel movie opening? Yeah. I'm going for Fair that. enough. I mean, yeah. just not, not my cup of tea. Uh, no, I'm good like that. Um, I, wouldn't but let me, me... I wouldn't see it anyway. I wouldn't see... Godzilla versus versus King Kong anyway. I, I would not even exactly. Island, I'm not going Island. to. I'm not going to the movies to watch that anyway. So there's yeah. that. Even in like non-COVID. So. Right. I mean to see those two fight each other. I saw Mike Tyson the other night on like TNA wrestling, and I'm like, okay, see now that's entertainment to me. I don't need to see Godzilla versus Kong. I got. Right. I've seen Tyson Godzilla and King Kong fight like 600 times before. You guys, okay. You guys don't understand the the, the pugilist. I always love this. Hold on, hold on. I always love era. the. You guys don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I I understand that the graphics are better and the CGI is better and the sound is better, but I've seen them fight before. I know how this goes. Okay, it's a real story. One of my friends said they were brought to tears by Godzilla versus what? Come on, not even joking. You mean they were laughing so hard? They were laughing at this dumb movie. All right, y'all. All right, we'll see. Wait till we have this remote. Wait, wait, wait till we reopen. And me, okay. Greg, and Laura down there at Hollywood Theater, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And there's thousands of listeners, and they're going to say, where's Cap? Where's Nana? I'm going to say, I don't know. They're at home. Not right here, dog. I'm good. <laughs> All right. One word answer, or one uh, one answer only. W- real quick on this. I mentioned earlier, Indiana Jones 5, Ghostbusters 3, Top Gun 2, all coming out this year. They're going to go to the movies, and they'll be on demand as well. Uh, Clinton, you said Indiana Jones 5. Cap, Correct. what is your pick? Top Gun 2. Okay, Top Gun 2. Greg? Ghostbusters Afterlife. 
Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is Ghostbusters 3. Laura, if you had to pick one of those three. Indiana Jones. Me too. I am also going Indiana Jones. So there you have it. But I am curious to see if you're in the audience, if there's one of those three that touches your heart differently. Because, you know, you see those with kids' eyes in a lot of ways when you watch those kind of movies again. True. 877710 ESPN. So, Laura, I mentioned earlier Charles Barkley. Um, Charles Barkley and Laker fans generally don't agree, okay? There has been, um, you know, I love Charles. Everybody here I know loves Charles, right? Charles is great. Um, but he says stuff, and he doesn't care that you get mad, okay? But he, he says what he believes. And sometimes you're going to agree with him, sometimes you're not. Now, Laker fans generally have not agreed with him very much uh, over the last several years, okay? Uh, outside of, I, I guess, his comment that he has Kobe on his Mount Rushmore of basketball players. So, but yesterday... <laughs> The doubleheader on TNT was Lakers Heat, which was on this very station, your home of the world champion Los Angeles Lakers, 710 ESPN, and Clippers and Suns, okay? And before the game, or maybe it was halftime, during that Clippers-Suns game, Charles dropped the gem that even the Laker fan, who doesn't ever agree with Charles, finally said, there we go. Now we can uh, break bread one day. Let me hear it, Laura. (laughs) Well, let me tell you something, man. I've been poor, I've been rich, I've been fat, I've been skinny, I've been old, I've been in the Hall of Fame, and one thing I can always tell you, the Clippers have always sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that was funny as hell. Um, Mm -hmm. And for the most part, he's right, right? Like, they have not been a good franchise. Like, if you're thinking of some of the worst franchises in sports history, right, since their inception, I mean, the Cardinals were in there for a while, but they got to a Super Bowl, right? They lost in a you know crazy game against the Steelers. Yeah. Um, you know, think about some of these bad organizations that have reached, uh, at least gotten to the championship game. And the Clippers, what is it called, Laura? The what? The Clippers have always sucked. <laughs> the Clipper what? Oh, the, the banner, the selfie banner? Yeah. The curse? Right? <laughs> the curse. You, you and Greg say there's a curse. People believe there's a curse on the Clippers. And maybe Charles is on to something, guys. Here's the deal with the Clippers. And I say this all the time, and I'm not going to get off on this, but it, it is an interesting point, which is that the only people – the sorry, let me rephrase that. The people who talk about the Clippers the most are Lakers fans. That's just an aside. Number one. Number two, there's a good reason the Clippers were terrible for so many years. Because one of the most despicable humans to ever walk the globe owned them and was terrible about everything for a long time. So I understand why this has happened. And shout out to the late, great Elgin Baylor, DC native, who told everybody, this is a mess. This has been a mess. This will continue to be a mess. So I don't think people understand, like, the Clippers are operating from deep in the negative, all right, in terms of their ability to get back to respectability because they were literally getting tanked by a person who was just garbage, you know? So it's tough. It's tough going if you're the Billy Crystals of the world. These yeah, days. but you know what it is, though? You, you kind of figure that, okay, bad owner, cheap owner, bad person, okay, not committed to winning, et cetera, and you understand why an organization is bad. But when a new owner comes in, and he's a likable guy and an excited guy. He is. And, and, he's and so, all that. you know, right, he's, he, there, there's a lot to like about Steve Ballmer, right? But even with the change of ownership or the change of star talent or the change of coach, none of that has exercised any of the demons mm-hmm. that are really just 
the demons of mediocrity. Okay, I just made that up. That sounds like a good song. The it demons- is. Whoa, no, wait. First of all, I I want to hold on. Stop right there. <laughs> we need to hash this out. And create a character on this show called the Demon of Mediocrity. I was going to say, that's our show band. Like, if we have a band that plays, you know no, what I'm no, saying? No, no, no. Like our show band between, if, if you and I get together, George, you're on bass, you know what I'm saying? Scott's on, uh, let's say, drums. No, no, no. Greg's no, no, no. on guitar. I'll be on vocal because I'm just no. better looking than the rest of you. Deal no, with I want to be the lead singer. Well, too bad. Okay. I'm a better okay. looking human. That's when Demons of Mediocrity comes out. You can know what so, I mean? That'll be can great. We, we need a character, someone who can be... And a- who can be an actor at this radio station, okay? <laughs> that could come on this show and literally play a character called the Demon of Mediocrity. Now, right. it could be a funny bit. We may have to script this thing out because there are <laughs> jokes to be had there with that particular character. Kaplan, you are on fire today. Yeah, I'm but go ahead good today. It's Demon Friday, of Mediocrity. Yeah, right. like so, so Demons of Mediocrity, here's the thing. So I love what Charles said because he's right. It doesn't matter what year where the Clippers were supposed to be so much better than the Lakers and nobody in L.A. even cared about the Clippers. Correct. This particular topic I love, Clinton, you like to say you've just come into my wheelhouse because the Clippers are to the NBA, you ready, what the Chargers are to the NFL. They are in some ways, yeah. That's very true. That's very true. And to be fair, the Clippers started in San, in Diego. San Diego. They probably yes. should be in San Diego on some level. But here's my thing about the Clippers. You want to talk about curses, Greg? There is one actual curse that I believe in, which is the curse of Chuck the Condor. Get that <laughs> mascot out of here. That is the ugliest thing this ugly. side of the Mississippi. I yeah. can't deal with it. I can't stand it. It looks terrible. As long as that mascot exists or they do not have a public flogging of that actual character, the Clippers will be terrible. That's my feeling about Chuck the Condor. Um, Greg Bergman, you are a connoisseur, a purveyor, a, a proponent of dis- the Clipper uh, curse. destroying the Clippers and the Clippers' demon of mediocrity and, uh, and the Clipper curse. Chuck, Chuck and, basically is the demon of mediocrity. There is. Yes, Chuck <laughs> the Condor is the Clipper <laughs> demon of mediocrity. But you, you believe in the Clipper curse. Um, I, I would imagine that Charles Barkley's words were music to your ears. Oh, I laughed so hard. I mean, look, Clinton, you love to say a lot that Laker fans talk about Clippers fans. I mean, they do. Let's Am I wrong? It's, 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 Nobody it's, talks yeah, about the hard. Clippers more than Laker fans. That's a look, fact. They, because there's they way out, more – because there's uh, like ten times more uh, Laker fans than Clipper fans. That's so. fine. Correct. But when they come out with things like the street lights over the spotlights and they try and rebrand all this nonsense, <laughs> so the whole thing they is did, so So silly. mad. So mad. <laughs> because right, they hate them. They hate them. They actually feel – they feel like, how dare you? Michael Thompson said this. How dare the Clippers even be in L.A.? How right. dare they well, share yes. our yes. building? I mean, I told yes. you, but Go the to ultimate Seattle. power move from Balmer would be. <laughs> that- <laughs> Hold on. Hashtag go to Seattle is yes. what Bergman just dropped <laughs> yes. right there. It's true, though. Go to okay. Seattle. You'll be loved. Everyone will love you. Well, I will Seattle. say this. The team that goes to Seattle will absolutely be adored. Whoever the owner is that will that goes to Seattle, they will erect statues of that human being. So, I, I mean, there is that. But they ain't going to Seattle. They bought the land. They bought your old home. Right. Okay? Here's where I get in here, you? George. Let me. Here's where I get in. If the Clippers really want to get it cracking on a rivalry level, and this is blasphemous, and I don't think it should happen, but I've said this before on this station, blow up the farm. You bought the forum, blow up the forum in all Lakers' faces, and build your new thing right there. And then you've got a real <laughs> situation on right, your Right, that would be, hold on, that first of all. That would be an aggressive move that yes. would destroy one of the best venues for concerts that we have in our country. I'm not no advocating question. for this. But no if Baltimore really wanted round. to get it cracking, 
blow up the forum if and have they a big did public that, event. Oh my god! If they did that, we would be doing a month's worth of shows on that. I mean, <laughs> you really want to get on the people in this board. town would lose their mind, and I get it. But man, that would be. I, and look, you all know me at this point after five years. Okay, I am in for what's great content. Okay. <laughs> And that would be incredible content because yep. people would be losing their damn minds. Yeah, but that's what the that's... riots in the streets would be insane. Oh yes, I, I, you, I'm not. You're not even exaggerating. Like Dude, I no. believe that. But that's what they. That's what if you're the Clippers organizationally. That's what you're thinking is we've got to get out of Staples Center because yeah. when we're the home team and it's got our logo on the floor, but the place is packed and it's all Laker fans. We got to get out of here. We got to have our Bro. own space. Bro, I know, okay, people who are Laker fans who can't get Laker season tickets who go to Clipper games in their Laker jerseys. That's crazy. To <laughs> just heckle the Clippers. Oh, so crazy. That like, proves that's crazy. My point. That proves my point about Laker fans talking about the Clippers more than anything. Not Greg, even in New yourself. York with the Knicks. Well, the Knicks have been a disaster. But you get my point. Like, like. The, I give Laker fans, their troll game is on 12, okay? Like, they are they <laughs> That's are why incredible. blow up the forum is a thing you oh do in order no, to stick no. it to I Laker don't even, fans. I, I don't even. I, it's too far? It's a bridge too far? People You're never allowed on the mind. show again, Clinton. Don't even bring that up. <laughs> people again, would ever. lose their damn mind. But it would be very WWE, okay? Yes, it, would exactly what it would be insane. It, but that, yeah, no. All right, speaking of the Lakers, Lakers, Brooklyn tomorrow. Let's dive into that a little bit. Plus, a storm is coming. That's what LeBron says. We'll get to that in just a moment. Stick around, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Sedano, LZ, and Cap. Clinton Yates hanging out with us today. Thank you, sir, for doing that. This is my Friday song right here. It's a nice night. Sunny outside. What day is it, George? It's Friday. Nope. The other day, the national day. Oh, it is National Gin and Tonic Day. Get it moving, y'all. Um, but yeah, this is the song right here. You got, you know, windows down. Maybe you got a sunroof. Hell, maybe you got a convertible. You, you know, you fancy like that. <laughs> this, you pull that down. This time of like day, night, evening, whatever you want to call it. One hand on the steering wheel. That's One hand. One, One hand, hand out the and window. by the way, it, 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 it's the wrist breaking over the steering mm. wheel. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> naturally. You're steering with your wrist, of course, naturally. Yeah. Can I just say something? For a girl to have a guy just one hand, or when he does that little turn and puts the hand in the back seat, that is sexy as F. <laughs> you see what I'm sexy saying, boys? If you're listening out there. You, just saying. Laura said sexy AF. Yep. AF. Service it journalism. Mm-hmm. Okay. I heard now, this song the other day pull- on, the, uh, on the Peloton. My Peloton instructor started crying in the middle of the class. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Were Same you watching Alex somebody Toussaint. do Peloton or were you doing Peloton? Yourself? No, I was doing Peloton and then Alex okay. Toussaint, he started crying. Why did he start crying? He, was, he said it's my five-year anniversary. I'm the first black instructor of Peloton oh. and it's a big deal for me. And he yeah. said, I was the guy cleaning up the sweat seven years ago 
And now, seven years later, they invite me on the Today Show every week. This guy's unbelievable, Alex. That's a fantastic oh, well, story. I didn't know the backstory. Yeah, yeah Kaplan still batting a thousand. We love to hear it, dude. I yeah, was crying. I, see, I, I thought you were just like he was like doing a workout, and he just randomly broke down and started crying. Like, I thought oh, he was going to say Return of the Mac reminded him of some ex, and he just lost his control emotionally. That's what I. Thought. <laughs> right, 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 oh, right. That stuff. they were playing like a like an EDM version of Return of the Mac <laughs> or something, you know, <laughs> to Peloton, you yeah. know. Yeah, but now now that makes sense. All right. Um, speaking of making sense, uh, I don't know what kind of sense we can make from this Lakers Brooklyn game tomorrow on ABC. Uh, no KD, no LeBron, no AD. Right. Um, you know, here let me let me ask you guys a question about Brooklyn. We talked about this a little bit today on the jump. Now, last year we were just talking about the Clippers, right? So last year, remember. The Clippers, I believe, only played 12 games with their entire roster intact, their entire starting five intact, okay? And heading to the playoffs, there was a lot of, ah, that's overrated. These guys are great. They'll be fine. They can make their way through the playoffs and kind of fine-tune things. And what happened? The Clipper curse bit them in the ass, okay? Now, after that, I picked the Lakers from the beginning, okay? I did pick the Sixers as well to be in the finals, but, you know, let's push that aside for a second. Um, But my whole thing was, and as the season went on, I started doubting the Clippers. I'm like, man, you can't cheat the game. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, you have to get some sort of chemistry and camaraderie on the floor, and you got to know where a dude likes the ball and, what you know, all that kind of stuff, and especially on defense, okay? The Clippers have always sucked. Because in the playoffs, okay, you you got to be like on a string out there. And you got days in between games. You're playing one opponent. You're going up against some of the best coaches in the sport. Like, I look at Brooklyn, and, man, I know they're more talented than that Clipper team, okay, because they got Harden and Durant and, and Kyrie. But I don't know if they're going to be healthy, number one, which to me is the biggest thing. Number two... I don't know if they're going to have the defense that's necessary. I and mean, that may not matter if they can score 140 points like people think. But the camaraderie part, the cheating the game. Now, may, they may be the outlier that can pull this off. But I have seen a lot of great teams struggle. And I have seen a lot of great teams who didn't have that chemistry going into the playoffs for injury reasons or whatnot or whatever that couldn't make this work. Like, how do you – everyone's touting the Nets as the team to beat. Like I am starting to doubt just a little bit that when they get into the postseason and they've got to see Clinton Yates yeah. in the second round, okay, very likely. Now, I know the standings will fluctuate, but they may have to see, because if they're the one seed, they may have to see either Eric Spolstra or Brad Stevens scheme them up for a seven-game series, okay? And we've seen those two coaches are – Whatever happens in the regular season is one thing, but they have been fairly successful, one more so than the other, but fairly successful in the postseason, okay? Yeah. And Steve Nash, a first-time coach, I know he's got Mike D'Antoni there, I know he's got Jacques Vaughn there, but I I am, for the first time, I'm starting to, just a little bit of doubt is creeping in about the Nets. I have plenty of doubt about the Nets. I said this Wednesday, I said this on Around the Horn earlier this week, they are building the plane as they fly. From an injury standpoint, from a strategy standpoint, from a piloting standpoint regarding Mr. Nash, it's not just that he's never been a coach in the NBA, he's never been a coach at all. You know what I mean? And the Nets are one of those teams, like the old Rockets teams, where night to night, sure, but you're playing four or five times in a row 
I think they're probably a little easier to figure out. And that's not even talking about the injury situation. I don't even think it makes sense to call them the leaders in the clubhouse right now regarding the Eastern Conference. I think the Sixers are yes. that team. I really yes. actually do. Yes. With Embiid in this kind of form, with their coaching situation being what it is, the Sixers, to me, are a better actual basketball bet than the Brooklyn Nets right now. Scott, am I crazy? No, you're not crazy at all. Look, go back to the beginning of all of this, which is the Harden trade. And I thought to myself, okay, there's no way these three guys who are all scorers like this are going to be able to share the ball. But what's happened is Durant's been out for so long and Kyrie decides to take vacations in the middle of the year. And now Harden's out. And when George, when you said that, that KD's not playing tomorrow, I was like, wait, he's not? Because I just saw him play in the last game, come back. He went. Well, five Greg, five. you have that in here as KD's not playing tomorrow. Is that accurate? Did, did I say KD's not playing? Yeah, that was you my wrote fault here, then. no KD, no Bron, no AD. Okay, because I meant no I'm, Harden. That was oh. that was my fault. Okay. Oh, right. okay, sorry, right. my bad. So KD, so but thing. no Harden. Right. Yeah. So here's the thing: if if I'm the Nets tomorrow, I'm trying to make a statement. Okay, I've got a chance to play the Lakers at home, and they don't have Durant, or they don't have KD, they don't have AD, they don't have LeBron. Okay, Kuzma's knocked around. Uh, you know, you don't know about Caruso's knee. I mean, it just this whole team is battered and beat up. Uh, Drummond's toe held up. He had to go back to the locker room in the middle of the game. So if I'm Brooklyn tomorrow, I want to make my statement that we're going to pound on the Lakers. And I think that's what they're going to do. But in the final analysis, okay, I don't think between the egos, the personalities, the lack of coaching experience, and most importantly, the fact that these guys will not have played much together, I don't believe you can take a bunch of really good individuals and put them on the floor and expect them to perform like a team. So I don't, I don't think... Brooklyn's going to win the championship this year. I didn't think they were going to win the championship. The day they got Harden, I'm like, there's too many. Just for me. And, and you say cheat the game. For me, it's like you've got to have chemistry. You've got to play together. You've got to know where everybody's going to be. You've got to know how to communicate with your eyes. So I'm not buying Brooklyn at all. But I do think tomorrow they come out looking to take it to the Lakers. Um, real quick, let's continue this discussion on the other side. Plus, talk about the great day that was uh, for the Dodgers in a little bit. At 640, we're going to get into all that because we have uh, a game coming up. Uh, our, we haven't played in a while because we haven't been on for full shows in a minute. Uh, big deal or no deal, okay? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, big deal or no deal? Greg will take over here in a second, but as I mentioned earlier, speaking of big deals, it's a big deal. You can call the right attorney. You got to call the right attorney. When you're injured in an accident, you got to call my friends at Sam and Ash Law. Call them at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. Go ahead, Greg. What you got? All right. So, George, we're going to start with you. There's a story from LeJethro Jenkins of Yahoo Sports saying that Kyrie Irving is the most skilled player the NBA has ever seen. Is Kyrie skills, him saying that, a big deal or no deal? I mean, it's a big deal. Um, man. Um, I mean, LeBron Raymond James is pretty damn skilled, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, 
you know, I so like, are we talking about just small guys, or are we doing like? He says all of it. He is the most skilled NBA the NBA has ever seen. Let me jump in here. I'll explain what he means by this. This is a okay. situation where, for those of you who are fans of rap and are fans of hip hop, there are people who like party rappers. There are people who like gangster rappers, and there are people who like what we call the lyrical miracle rappers, where everything mm-hmm. is so complex and everything is so over your head. Kyrie is a lyrical miracle version of a basketball player. Between right. his ability to shoot, his dribbling skills, he'll occasionally bang on you. There's just so much going on that at all times you're like, oh, what's going to happen? That sometimes the overwhelming skill of other players, like a LeBron or even like, I don't know, like a Luka, for example, just in terms of skill set, gets lost. He's the lyrical miracle of NBA history. That's why certain people like him. Him a lot because he can do things that they don't think that they can do whereas other people they're like oh he's big he's whatever they can do that that's where that comparison comes in and i don't think it makes sense but i do think that's where they're going no greg, i hear who, you then um greg who did but you I, say look, the reporter was i just want to get this straight who is the reporter Jethro jenkins. jenkins yeah just say very the name popular, one more time very popular on twitter you say le jethro yes i've never heard that name french for the, the jeffro in case you didn't know that say one more time Clint. french for the jeffro it's a joke Oh, that was very funny. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> Lejevra, that's a great name. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Magic Johnson, you know what I'm saying? Like, God, there's, look, I get different styles, and I get your analogy, Clinton. I do yeah. get that, because I would say that that is appropriate. Good Lord, LeBron, Kobe, um, you know, Magic, MJ. I mean, if you're going small guys, yes. I mean, he's that dude. Um, but, like... I, yeah, I, I don't think he's, like, the most skilled player of all time if we're including all the different positions, no. Well, Jethro Jenkins, I just looked him up on Twitter because, guys, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with his work, but his Twitter handle is Black Big Lebowski. Instant follow. <laughs> <laughs> that, we're at five for five now, by the way, <laughs> at the plate for Kaplan. I mean, that is great analysis, right? You, DM names or dis- display names are a big part of the Twitter game, and sometimes you got to do that. See yep. that? Bang. Got to go. Follow. Yep, there you go. Uh, All right, what's next, Greg? All right, so Netflix in 2022 is going to be – is going to start streaming Sony Pictures films, including Uncharted, Spider-Man – Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Greg's You're falling apart. Gamer there, Mike. Falling Gamer apart. Mike. Oh, no. I mean, Big killer. We started the show this Bit way. Killer. We're ending it's, the show it's, it's, this way. Big killer alert. Fortnite. Can you hear me? Can you yes, hear me all right? Greg, go ahead. Okay. Sony Picture Films, including Uncharted, the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and others. So, Clinton, is this a big deal or no deal? Massive deal. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is the best Spider-Man movie. It's also the best animated movie I've ever seen in my life, and it's also got a tremendous soundtrack that cannot be messed with. So, if that is going to be available to me in my home, as well as the sequel, massive deal in this household. Hmm. I'm going no deal. I'm going no deal. I mean, listen, all these um, content uh, aggregators are all just looking to just scoop up whatever they can. And for the user, in this case, me, I just go on the Netflix and I have no idea. And sometimes it's like being in a Greek diner where the 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 uh, the, the Too menu much. is overwhelming. Right. Yep. I mean, I'm like, yep. I don't know what the hell to get here. <laughs> yeah. And so I, and I, I got to say, like, for me, it's no deal. In fact, I went on to Netflix the other day and the number one trending show is a show called Who Killed Sarah? And it's either, I think it's from Spain, so it's the English is all, like, you know, the mouths aren't all organized, you know? And I'm, like, completely in on it because it's totally, totally intense. But I'm not going there for it. I, I just kind of go and look and pick and, yeah, to me it's no deal. I, 
I am. I pay for Netflix. My wife uses it way more than I do. I barely use Netflix. Like I'm. I you know. It just is what it is. To Scott's point, there's way too much stuff. Now there may be like individual stuff that I'm like, Cobra oh, I want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, initially it was um, what was the show? The dude in Wisconsin, the making a murderer, right? Like oh, I watched yeah. that like yeah. back in the day. Um, but I like those kind of things on Netflix, like a documentary or a docu series. Like I'm not going there to watch shows all that often. Um, but yeah, so I mean. It's a big deal because those movies are, you know, look, you got, it is a content game. And the more you gobble up, uh, the better you are situated in this mm-hmm. day and age. So mm-hmm. big deal. Next, Greg. So Tom Hanks had an iconic role in Big, uh, but apparently Robert De Niro was originally cast to play this role. Wait, so, what? Hold on, hold on. He was cast to play what role? The Hanks role? I was, uh, yes, the Tom Hanks role as Josh Baskin. So, Scott, yes, De Niro what? in the role of Josh Baskin be a big deal or no deal? Well, it would be a big deal because it would be a big flop. I mean, Tom yeah. Hanks, I'm, I'm thinking to myself right now, Tom Hanks in that role in Big was so great. You know, like he was so, he was such a young Tom Hanks. That was Tom Hanks not long after Bosom Buddies when he kind of burst onto yeah. the scene, right? And and Tom Hanks was just at the perfect time in his life to pull that character off where he's a grown man's body but a little kid's head. I love De Niro. I love De Niro in gangster movies. I don't see De Niro in that role. I mean, De Niro's great in things like you know, what's the one with Ben Stiller uh, Meet uh, and prior to that? Uh, meet, meet the parents. The parents. Meet the parents, yeah. So, like, De Niro's great in that kind of stuff. I don't see De Niro in that role. Yeah, me neither. That's a no deal, as in I do not want that deal to have ever happened. Like, I mean, I, I don't see – let's be clear here. I don't see De Niro doing chopsticks on the floor piano the same way that Tom Hanks can do. I don't mm. think he has that kind of lateral mobility on the court. You know what I'm saying? I've seen him do boxing. I've seen him do other athletic things. But that scene, the childlike nature of that particular scene, oh, come on. That's yeah. Hanks's. I mean, that's, that's an iconic American film role, never mind Tom Hanks. You know, yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Elizabeth Perkins revealed this on the Andy Cohen show on Bravo or whatever. And, yeah, she said it would be a totally different movie uh, with Robert De Niro. She actually said it would be more dark. It yeah, wasn't it would, right? Because yeah. De Niro would make those faces where his mouth frowns upside down, and they'd be like, "Hey, get off the piano!" And he'd be like, "You talking to me?" Yeah, you talking yeah, to something me? Something like that. You talking yeah. to me? Come it over would here. definitely have been a flop, though. I'm with yeah. you. I, so he got lucky that his scheduling conflict worked out that way. <laughs> uh, all right, that is big deal or no deal. Brought to you by our friends at Sam and Ash Law. Give them a call if you're injured in an accident. Call my friends. Sam and Ash at Sam and Ash Law, 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000. All right, final segment coming up. Uh, We've got some Dodger stuff to get into here real quick. Uh, And the storm. LeBron says a storm is brewing. We'll tell you about that storm in just a moment. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano, LZ, and Cap. Clint Yates hanging out. Yeehaw. On a Friday. Thank you, sir, for hanging in for LZ today. Uh, So, I don't know. You know, 
we talk about my guy Dallas Reigns. I love the name. You know, I've been talking about this for years since I've lived here. He's got the greatest weatherman name ever. Um, but, you know, there's someone else getting into the weather game. His Uh-oh. name is LeBron Raymond James. Uh-oh. And he is predicting that the weather is changing soon in Southern California. Predicts a thunderstorm is coming. He says, folks, prepare. Take the proper caution. and Make sure to put the caution emojis. And make sure to take the measures to stay safe. And with a picture of him and AD sitting next to each other. So let's go to our own meteorologist, Clinton Yates, to discuss further. Thank you, George. Appreciate that. Looking out over Los Angeles today on a Friday, we've got a high of 75. That would be one Dennis Schroeder. He says he's going to pay Trez Harrell's fine. That's a good teammate move, so we like that a lot. The weather's looking good on that front. Moving down to the San Fernando Valley, getting to a low of 50. Mr. Kuzma, things aren't going well for him, unfortunately, so that's not really looking good, alas. Sliding on over to Orange County, by the way. We've got a high of 70 this weekend. Make sure you strap up there because guess what? Frank Vogel, he's going to have them tied down. they got a lot to do with, with the Nets coming up. And lastly, of course, in the mountains. We got a high of 65 this weekend, and that, of course, goes to AD because we don't know what's going on with him. LeBron says that it's clear skies. We have not yet heard from Mr. Davis, who is, in fact, probably at this stage the most important player of the team. So we're still looking out on that. We'll have the seven-day for you back on the other side. Scott, over to you. Well, thank you very much, Clinton. I'm taking a look here at the Doppler radar here in the Weather Center at 710 ESPN. And what we see are a lot of clouds moving in and a lot of thunder and lightning in Brooklyn and then across the river in New York where the Lakers will be before they travel down to Charlotte and then finally make it home to welcome Boston and back-to-backs with Utah. And if you're hopeful that you'll see some form of precipitation, maybe the thunder and lightning will be back as that seems to be what LeBron intimated with his photo of ad back to you george at the news desk oh thank you guys all right so there you go the uh, thunderstorm is brewing in the southland so there you have it um a God, sunny day today though. person anyway uh, uh, yeah right <laughs> a sunny day today though at chavez ravine it was a wonderful day over fifteen thousand fans were there uh, to see the dodgers get their rings greg bergman had moisture in his orbital bone uh, you know, it's a rare feat here around here to have moisture in the orbital bone for Greg Bergman. Uh, by the way, Greg Bergman, are the hats still up? Speaking of. Uh, oh, yeah, we need God. an update. We need an update. Yeah. No, the hats have, are gone. They are down. Right, He's right. The spackle, spackle. No, the spackling. That's what we need. No, yes, no, no, no. See, I have not been able to Told go out guys. and get the spackle yet. It was not going to be done by today. Amazon I, can't I, send you spackle? Come on, bro. Oh, I could That's go on call. Amazon. That's a very I, good I was, call. I was going to go to an actual uh, right. store. Hardware no, store? No, Amazon, a hardware store. Yeah, I was going to go. There's an Ace right down the way. I was going to go to that. Uh, Ace is the Maybe place. I'll go the Amazon route. That's maybe a better idea. Oh, yeah. Stall All right, Amazon yeah, I mean, now. dude, you yeah. just told us the other day you spent like 40 bucks on food for yourself and like Postmates or whatever. So. Yeah, well, that's, that's <laughs> Postmates is expensive, from Amazon. It was, it was Grubhub. It was, yeah, it was, uh, it's very expensive. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They're all the same. When are you allowing your girlfriend back into your house? <laughs> oh, I, I, don't, I don't allow her. She, yeah, does, she is her own person. Um, mm-hmm. I all do of not a allow her or disallow her to do anything. Yeah. So... Yeah. When does she That's return? A, I don't want to be this person that you're trying to make me into. <laughs> when does she return? Know. She, she return? Uh, I, she's supposed to return on Sunday, but I think she may be staying a little bit longer. 
Okay. Oh, you got plenty right. of time, pal. Got right, plenty of time okay. to get this done. This is yeah. emailing yeah, I, a professor I, two days before claiming that your hard drive crashed. Oh, my God, I did that. <laughs> and you need a couple more days in order to turn in this assignment. That's what's happening right here in the Bourbon household. <laughs> so did that, and I got it. Laura, did you do that? I, oh, uh... Yeah, I don't think he listens. Yeah, I totally did that. I was like, dude, I dropped water on my laptop. My hard drive's fried. He's like, you take it here, take it there. And I was like, totally did that. Still not working. You know, COVID is hard to get, whatever, whatever. He's like, you know what? You have an A in the class. If you turn it in and it's just something. It was a 10-page paper, single space, 11-point font. Single space. Yeah, 10 page, single ten space, page. 11 font. Yeah, Damn. that's not including the title page and all the extra stuff. That's just the paper itself. So I yeah. pulled an all-nighter, did a 10-page paper of BS, and uh, he gave me till literally the day before he had to turn in grades, and I waited the night before, and I got an A. So I did that. Okay. Totally works, man. I don't He's suggest that sure route, listening. I do not suggest that route, Greg, for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, don't wait to spackle until I mean, Greg, it's like 3 in the morning. Like you wake morning. up in a cold sweat or something. Saturday morning yeah. is a great day to get household yes. tasks done. Great yeah. Yes. Yes, Get absolutely. It done, dude. No show. Yeah, I'm, I'm all about it. It'll be go done to the by hardware Monday. store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to There's... hardware, get some spackle, get one of those. Uh, I don't know what you call yeah. the tool that you use to spackle, you know, like you smooth it out. I don't know what that tool yeah. is called. The spackler. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not man enough right. to know. No, but you can go to the, you can go there and act like you know the name and right. talk with guys right. about other spacklers. That's what you yeah. can do. Yeah, hang out. In you the know that lot. thing? You know that tool that you hold that that's got the flat yeah. end. I need to spackle. Can right. you get me some spackling tools? Yeah, you got one. What of do those? I need to spackle a wall? Like that's how you go in. Say, bro, I screwed up my wall. I need to spackle some stuff. Can you get me everything I need to spackle this wall? And guys who work in hardware shops love to spend time explaining how to do it yourself. No doubt. They love it. So it's like asking a coach for a little bit of coaching. A coach like, oh, really? You want to know some coaching? I'll tell you (laughs) some coaching. The the guy who works in the hardware store loves to teach, Greg. So this is going to be easy for you. Yeah, there you go. So get it done, Greg. You're not going to watch. When do the Dodgers play tomorrow? Uh, I don't know what time they play tomorrow. Probably a day game because it's a Saturday. Right, so you're definitely not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so don't use that as an excuse. I was just I, I was You're definitely that. not spackling. That's a really good call, though. Well, and you oh, also like golf. Wait, but, but, but you also like golf, so don't watch the Masters. No, I don't, I don't watch golf. Hello, friend. I play golf. I don't watch. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I've been watching the replay of today's round at the Masters, and one of the guys – and I haven't been able to hear the story, just hear, hear what happened. But he, this guy, Kim, and he's on the leaderboard. I think he's like four under. So he's like maybe in third, fourth, fifth place. And he's been putting all day with what looks like a five wood. So I don't know what happened to his putter along the way. Hmm. And I don't know the rule about it necessarily. But he's been putting all day with his five wood. And like I said, he's like four under, which puts him in like fourth or fifth place. So that's interesting, I guess, Weird. if you're into I, it. I watch golf in yeah, fashion. I, I, a lot of white I, pants I, today. I, yeah, that's funny. I could never wear I, white um, pants. I, I'm not into it. You know what I'm saying? Yet. Now, I'll watch it. I've, you know, I've glanced at the leaderboard or whatever, but I've told you guys, if there's no Tiger, I was in on uh, DeChambeau for mm-hmm. a minute, but he's not, he's not near the leaderboard yet. So, you know. It's, okay. You know, I, I, white so pants I, is such a risky move when you're playing golf, in my opinion. At white least, pants? Yeah. I mean, especially, you know, if you uh, have a cup of coffee, you know, and uh, – <laughs> Oh my God! You, yeah. If you have a cup of coffee, what am I going to do? Have a have a cup of Joe on the turn? Like what? Well, these guys maybe are maybe in the morning, and then your stomach. You're saying hurts before a bit. you you get out there, right? Yeah, your stomach right. hurts, and then you know you're like, uh oh, is that? I hope that was. Oh, okay. you're not talking about spilling the coffee. You're talking about like 
Yeah, like making in two. your pants. Oh, yeah. a situation. Wow. Right. What are we? What yeah. are we doing here? Yeah. White I mean, pants are yeah, a Tom Cruise know, move on the on the golf course. That's what that is. Cocky yeah, golfer for sure. White pants. Uh, uh, by the way. I have some good news. I mentioned this way early in the show. We never got to it, so I want to make sure we get to it. Um, if you are a music goer, a concert goer in here in Southern California, good news, the Hollywood Bowl is back, okay? After the closure, the first show uh, they're going to have is going to be awesome because it's free for essential workers, which is pretty cool. Uh, it comes back May 15th. So there you have it, the L.A. Philharmonic. Uh, oh, Philharmonic it's the Philharmonic? Is, yeah. I would go to that. Is, is going to reopen May 15th. It is, to me, the coolest venue um, I've been to in town. I've been to a lot of them um, now over the last several years. Uh, To me, one of the coolest places. I just love the entire vibe of the place. Quickly, you said May 15th. Correct. That's Mother's Day weekend, correct? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, so that's a lovely gift if you all want to take the Mother's you Day. You no longer have a wife, and you, you're like you're done. I'm like Mother's yeah. Day. No, no I, I mean I'm like just saying, like mother's that's day. a nice, that's a nice. No, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about Kaplan. Oh, he, yeah, he has no idea. No, but I got on. a girlfriend who's a mother. But I mean, I didn't, I didn't oh. have it like. No, it's to not memory. Mother's Day weekend. Oh, it's not Mother's good. Day weekend. Is the ninth. The okay. week before. Pardon me. All right. Yeah. All right. My bad. Anyway, yeah. well, my point is that I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl. I would love to go to the Philharmonic. That'd be nice. That's a nice little situation. You know, man, I'll tell you what, it's, everything's coming back, thank goodness. You know, the Lakers made their announcement that fans will, will be back. They've made their announcement when they're going to have, you know, the, the banner. I mean, just the, the good news in all of this is things are coming back, you know. And yeah. we got to give it up. The state of California, one thing, I know there's all kinds of political discussions, and I never get involved in them because, like, I'm busy watching the Angels game right now, which gives you an idea of where my head's at. Blowout, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and a total blowout, right? And um, and just the fact that California is leading the way in vaccinations and the trend is going down. It's very exciting time to think that by mid-June, I mean, we could be talking about packed houses. I don't know if I got what it takes to go back to a packed house. I don't know why. But for some reason, I'm thinking I didn't love crowds before. And now I'm not really sure. Even like going back to the gym, I'm like, yeah. But outdoor at the Hollywood Bowl is a little different. Yeah, oh, I'm it's in. a different story. I'm in. I'm in yeah. on the outdoor venue. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the only thing is. And I made that rookie mistake one time. If you can not park there, mm. don't park there. Yep. <laughs> now, a little more challenging with COVID, um, but I, I made that mistake of parking and being like, ooh, I am stuck in this parking lot for an hour. Mm-hmm. Johnny, get out. So <laughs> just, just a word to the wise. It's no bueno, yeah. Yeah. Um, by the way, James Vera tweets us uh, about the golfer you mentioned, Scott. He said he got mad and broke his putter. No way. Um, and then for Greg... The uh, <laughs> it's not called a spackler, <laughs> as I mentioned earlier. It is no. called a a putty knife. Putty. Oh uh, yeah, of very nice. Of course. Right. Thank you, everybody. You Appreciate can tell that. none of us are do it at home. Type. No, no, you guys good listening, all guys. None. Very you good didn't listening. Know, Laura. I didn't know, but I'm a girl, so it's okay for me not to know. You guys should know. I'll do. My wife would know. I'm not spackling at home. Of course, your wife is. My wife would know. My wife is the person that builds stuff around here. I would be like. Yo, are you sure you want to build that? Because I'll just, I'll just call a handyman, man. I'll pay a guy, happens, yeah. You know? right. exactly. <laughs> Stimulate the economy. You want it done right? Exactly. Stimulate the economy. Exactly. If you want it done right, I'm calling a professional. If you want it done half-ass, I'm the guy for the job. Yep. Right. Right. But Time. she loves that stuff. She loves building stuff. Not for me, man. Mm. You know? You know? Que Dios la bendiga. You know? George wants to go to the other bar outside of the wedding to get his special scotch. Hey, listen, if you are having a a wedding at a fancy-ass five-star hotel and you get the cheap liquor, man, listen, 
I'm going to be mad at you. That's it. That's the deal. All right, we're done here. Scott Kaplan, excellent work as always. George Sedano, Laura, Greg, and Clinton, it was great to have you for these couple of days. Much love to everybody. Have a good, healthy, safe weekend. Clinton, excellent work as always, brother. Thank you for filling in again. Yeehaw, glad to be here anytime. You know that. Greg and Laura, great job. We are off Monday and Tuesday, I believe, So uh, because the Lakers are on the East Coast and have a back-to-back. So we're back on Wednesday. You guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you then. See ya. The Clippers have always sucked. 